Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for Friday, November 15th, 2019. So today we're going to read from 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3 through 12. We ought always to thank God for you, brothers and sisters, and rightly so, because your faith is growing more and more, and the love of all you have for one another is increasing. Therefore, among God's churches, we boast about your perseverance and faith in all the persecutions and trials you are enduring. All this is evidence that God's judgment is right, and as a result, you will be counted worthy of the kingdom of God for which you are suffering. God is just. He will pay back trouble to those who trouble you and give relief to you who are troubled and to us as well. This will happen when the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven in blazing fire with his powerful angels. He will punish those who do not know God and those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. They will be punished with everlasting destruction and shut out from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his might on the day he comes to be glorified in his holy people to be marveled at among all those who have believed. This includes you because you believed our testimony to you. With this in mind, we constantly pray for you that our God may make you worthy of his calling and that by his power, he may bring to fruition your every desire for goodness and every deed prompted by faith. We pray this so that the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you and you in him according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. So one of the things that we see in this second letter to the Thessalonian church is, first of all, that they're doing some things really well. That's always good when you get a letter that, that is uplifting and encouraging and reminds you um, of the things that you're doing well. And here this church is receiving some praise for the way that they're living. And here's a couple of things that we notice that they are doing well. We notice that first and foremost, their faith is growing more and more. They're trusting in Christ more. They're becoming people who rely on Christ instead of on themselves. And the second thing that we see is that their love for one another is increasing. I think maybe this is the, uh, one of the ways that we really see uh, the fruit of our faith is, are we loving one another more and more as the days go by? And if we're not, we might want to step back and say, are we following the right gospel? And so here the church is praised because their faith is increasing and their love for one another is growing more and more. So the letter goes on to say that this proves that God's judgment is right. One of the things we don't like to talk about is the judgment of God. And I've mentioned that a couple of times recently, but many times in our culture, uh, we all want to talk about the grace of God. We want to talk about the mercy of God, and rightfully so. 
because it is grace and mercy that allows us to even know God, to approach God. Actually, God has already approached us in His grace and mercy. And so anytime that we begin to hear about the judgment of God, we kind of take a step back. But one of the ways that I think maybe we could look at this today is if God were not just, if God did not judge the wrongs in the world eventually, um, and this is the day that is being talked about here is the day when Christ will come and the wrongs will be made right. Uh, then the world that God is creating, this heaven that God uh, will bring, the new heaven and the new earth, it would be nothing different than what we have now, as long as wrong is allowed to just continue. And we know that when we wake up every morning, uh, we hear the news, we see things on our Twitter and our Facebook and Instagram feeds. Uh, there are a lot of things in this world that are wrong. And, and if God is going to create a new world and a world that gives life and gives peace and gives joy um, to its people, then some things have to change. And so the only way that those can change is if the wrongs are dealt with. And so if you want to think about justice and judgment in that way, um, when you're the person, like I said before, when you're the person who's been wronged, you want it to be made right. And so that's one way to think about the God being just. And so this, this uh, letter says that, that your good works and your faith prove that God's judgment is right. And that when Christ comes back, that you will have a place with Christ. You won't be like those um, whose, whose ways have been judged to uh, be evil, but you will be those who have lived good and godly lives. But then it, it closes with this. And I think this is really important. We've been talking about this. I'm, I'm at a pastor's retreat this week. We've been talking about this idea of prayer this weekend. And it says, with this in mind, we constantly pray for you. Now, many of us pray for ourselves, but it's interesting that here, the apostles are praying for the church. And the thing that they're praying is really important. They are praying that God would make the church worthy of his calling. They're not praying necessarily for financial success or for any kind of comfort or for no pain or, or not having to go through anything tough. Um, in fact, we're pretty clear from this passage, this church is going through persecution. But they're praying that in the midst of persecution, that God would make them worthy of God's calling, that it wouldn't be uh, about the Thessalonian church. It would be about God and his calling. And it would be the power of God that would allow these people to live in godly ways, not just trying harder or them trying to be nice people. It would be God and God's power that would be changing their hearts and shaping them to look more and more like Christ. And so the final kind of part of this passage says we we pray for you constantly that God would make you worthy of his calling and that by his power, he may bring to fruition every good desire for goodness and every deed prompted by faith. That the good works that the church will do will be by God's power and not their own power. Now, the very end kind of gives us the reason that uh, this the church is being prayed for. And the reason is that Jesus would be glorified. 
So the good deeds of the church and the righteous acts of the church and the church living in harmony together are not to glorify the members of the church. It's not so they can say, oh, look at how much good we've done this year. Oh, look at how loving we are. Oh, look at us. It's so that Jesus Christ may be glorified. So today, um, I want to encourage you as you walk in the faith to allow your faith to be strengthened more and more. To allow your love for your fellow man and woman to grow daily. To trust in Jesus, knowing that when we trust in Jesus, we will be among those who hear the words, well done, good and faithful servant at Christ's return. But that also we might have the power to live godly lives, to do good works, not to bring glory to ourselves, but to bring glory to God alone. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day. Thank you.